everybody what's up what's up back again with another one for you guys well y'all know who i am my name's lockout man and welcome back to the lockout man podcast show now actually in in i actually had a format for going on today but i realized that my man that i'm gonna bring on wanted to come on and do a follow-up with me on uh, on the situation. And we'll get a chance to talk to him in a little bit. So from what I got on the LOM community, you know what I'm saying? Because they probably might be looking at that like, yo, this he's not talking about that topic. But it is what it is. But I'm back again with another podcast interview for you guys. Sort of a follow-up because I already talked to this gentleman uh, a while back. Uh, you know, I came, I came across his situation. We, we chopped it up and now he's back to give us, uh, what was, what's going on since then. So if you guys like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, and hit that bell and that all button for more. You know what I'm saying? When you hit that all button, it lets you know when I either go live or when I drop videos. You know what I'm saying? If you like to support the channel, you can do that by way of hitting me up with the coffee. I always drink. I always want something to drink. Hook a brother up with some coffee, man. Some breakfast or something like that. Because I do this for you guys. The coffee app and the cash app is in the link below. And you guys can uh, hook up with me that way. Well, Today's uh, today's episode, you know what I'm saying? This young man reached back out to me. He was like, "Lockout man, you know it's been a minute, and I like to catch you up on what's uh, what's going on with me and my wife." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it, let's do it." So right now, I like to bring to the show, Mr. Clinton Kirker. Hello, brother man. What a fanfare! Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome, man. Well, before we get uh, before we get started, uh, you know, before we get started, uh, tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, how long you've been driving, why you got into driving, and all this other good stuff. Okay, well, uh, I started driving in 2005. Uh, basically, my hometown dried up in factory jobs and. The minimum wage and pizza delivery just wasn't cutting it. Uh, I ran my car into the ground, and I was desperate, and I, you know, saw an opportunity to become a truck driver, and I tried to go through the state, and, of course, the state said, well, you know, your aptitude tests uh, come back way too high. You'll get bored with trucking. We want you to be in nursing, and I said, no, I don't want to do nursing, and, uh, they said, well, we can't do trucking for you because we don't feel that it's the right fit. So I ended up having to get a loan and go to school. I went to uh, Truck America training in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. And uh, well, it started in January, but I, I believe it was like February 2nd or 3rd that I actually got my CDL. Okay, okay. So you, so, so somebody said that your aptitude was made for uh, being a nurse? 
Well, it was it was too high to be a truck driver. They thought that I would be bored, that it wouldn't push my intelligence enough. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, you know, the testing. Well, the testing that they did, uh, everything except for my English was like twelve point nine plus, which means I should have went to college. Okay. Now, why didn't you go to college? That's the question. Well, I don't like school, and I didn't uh, really have the money to afford to sit around going to school for a year or two trying to get some sort of degree. I got you. I got you. You know, I I really, to be honest with you, you know, depending on what school and what trade that you're going into, uh, if you're one of the ones that's that's going into a college, you know, like my son, he went he went to college for five years, and uh, you know, I, I'm very proud of him. I'm I'm very happy. I'm ecstatic. He got his you know he got his degree. He he got his bachelor's degree this year. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get the pleasure of watching him go across the stage, but you know, I got the uh, you know I got the pleasure of hanging up you know, hanging this degree up. But now with Corona season and with all this BS that's going on right now, it's kind of, it's kind of hard for my son to, you know, even find a position in his, oh, yeah. in his field now, you know, and I, I kind of sat back and thought after all this time, after all this money that maybe going to college was a setup for failure you know so i mean they already they already put you in debt right you know you you're yeah. already you're already in debt so when you come out of school you're already about 30 about 30 about 20 30 g's in the hole you know and i know they yeah. you know they're not going to they're not going to come after him at least not yet anyway you know, especially with the Corona season going on and this is his first year out. I'm sure they're going to, you know, lax about what, six months to at least a year before they start before they start sending him letters talking about, yo, you got to start paying us this money back. And you figure. Well, if go ahead, if he's lucky, he won't even have to pay. They're, they're talking about debt forgiveness. But, you know, that's going to you, you have to follow within certain guidelines. And I don't think. The guidelines are basically hoops you got to jump through in order to get that uh, loan forgiveness for, for, for the college education. So I, mean, I don't think a lot of people have actually going to qualify for it. Well, you know, if if it means qualify for it like they don't have no jobs, then yeah. I mean, my son, my son been laid off uh, from his uh, from his part time job when when Corona season started. And, right. you know, he had a hard time. He'd been working for this place for about two years. And then when he filled out for unemployment, he had a hard time getting his unemployment, man. Like they denied him at first and then they came back. They wanted him to jump through hoops. And now he's, you know, now he's getting his money, you know, through unemployment. But, right. but you know, after Corona season, we we don't even know when this season is going to be up, man. I mean, there's still places that, you know, that's not allowing you to go in there and sit down to eat. I know some places is opening back up, but I, I just went to McDonald's this morning in, in Ohio. And 
so, the the restaurants in Ohio still you you still can't go in and sit down to eat. Oh yeah, you know my local uh, KFC still don't have dine-in seating. Right, and then you know with the casinos and all like that because you know I'm a casino buff. They still don't have live poker here. You know, I, I have to go. No. I have to go out of state. I gotta go out of. I gotta go out of state, like up to Minnesota, or down to Oklahoma to play. You know, to play some cards. It, it, I call up. I, I call up Jack Casino and Hollywood Casino all the time, and they tell me until Mike DeWine changes mind, then we'll have live poker. Then I'm like, well, what's the point of you guys even being open? The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man for being a Republican is a more more communist than any other uh, governor we've ever had. Well, like like I said, man, it's 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 crazy. So you uh, you decided not to you decided not to go the college route, and uh, you took out a loan to go to school. What what school you go? What, what school you went to again? Down in Kentucky somewhere? Called, it, uh, yeah, it was down in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, which is just south of Louisville on 65. I'm sure a lot of our uh, listeners are aware of where it's at. Uh, it's the it's two exits before the Amazon exit in Shepherdsville. So I believe it was exit 121 and uh, Amazon exit's like exit 116. I don't know if it's even open anymore. You know, you are you from Ohio, right? Yeah. Why did you Why did you go to a school out of out of state? I mean, you know, we have we have uh, roadmasters here in Columbus. We have uh, Great Lakes Trucking School. I'm not sure where that's at, but you know. And then, uh, you know, for me, uh, Kyle Hogan Community College Trucking School. Why? Why did you choose to? Why you chose to go out of state to go to trucking school? Because none of the schools would let me go without investing some sort of money into the school before I went uh, oh. down payment, and I didn't have money. You know, I was working minimum wage. I was barely clearing, you know, three hundred bucks a week. You know, my my home expenses were more than I was actually making at the time. And I ended up losing my place and had to move in with family. Mm-hmm. And I just, I couldn't get ahead well enough to save, you know, even $1,500, which is what most of the schools here in Ohio wanted. And I filled out an application and they were one of the first places that had called that said zero down. I qualified for zero down because my credit was still good because the place I lost was just a rental. So, you know, that didn't count against me at that point. And uh, zero down, it was uh, $256 a month for, I believe, three years. Mm-hmm. And I ended up paying it off a year early because I was making, you know, even at Warner Enterprises at the time, I, I was making more money than I knew what to do with. And I was throwing every extra bit of money to get it paid off sooner. All right. All right. So during the time, so from there, you you, you got your license. uh you did your homework. So, what for, what was the trucking company you decided to go with? Oh, Werner Enterprises. Okay, okay. What was your What was your experience with with them? Uh, well, the training was a joke, but uh, 
once I actually got out on my own, uh, it wasn't too awfully bad. Uh, you know, I, I made a few hiccups uh, in the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. Uh, you know, trucking is not an easy thing to do. And, uh, you know, most most drivers that aren't able to succeed walked out in the first year. So if you get your first year in, you're probably going to be in trucking for the rest of your life. Okay, okay. That, you know, yeah. I mean, especially for people that's, you know, that's that's coming into this, that's coming into this industry and they just coming in just to make money. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, then that's the, in that case, then, yeah, they, you know, their their long term is going to be extended into the trucking field. But with people that's coming in with with like a goal that don't want to stay in this industry for a long time, you know, they they got like, you know, they got like a, a five year plan or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it is what it is. So, all right, man. So, uh, so from, from Warner, you know, from Warner all the way up to, all the way up to where you were at, uh, where you were at, um, take us back to the situation that, uh, that happened to you. It's not, this is what, Uh this is 2020. So that, so that situation happened in 18 or 19 yeah 18 so this september 11th okay okay just over two years ago okay 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 so it's uh it's uh it's a couple of years it's a couple of years down sort of give us a quick recap of what happened okay so uh september 11th 2018 well let's go to 17 or yeah september 10th of 2018 we were uh offered a load picking up in olive branch mississippi going to uh somewhere in california let's put it that way for the time being um looked at the information didn't seem anything too out of the ordinary and uh i gave them the rate that i was wanting Mm -hmm. and uh they they accepted the rate and you know we started heading over to olive branch from uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it took us probably seven hours of driving to get there, and we ended up uh, getting there, I don't know, four or five in the afternoon. Went to the flying day, got showers, and uh, walked over to the uh, little Mexican restaurant nearby and had dinner. Went back to the truck, watched some movies, and went to bed. Got up about six o'clock, both of us. And, uh, now this is you, this is we, you and your wife, right? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, she, uh, we, well, we got up, got dressed, went over to, uh, the pickup location in Olive Branch and, uh, the, the guards were acting really, really strange. And, uh, you know, they, uh, guided us into the, uh, driveway 
and the first guard want to know where you coming from. Well, you know, uh, we do semi-secure loads all the time, so we just, uh, you know, said, you know, hesitated for a minute and then said, uh, well, I was coming from Atlanta. I didn't give him the actual name of uh, where, you know, where we came from because it was actually a base. And uh, we, uh, he says, well, you know, you could have spent the night here. And uh, I said, no, that's okay. I don't usually do that. It's shippers. And he says, okay, well, uh, I need your license. And I gave him both my wife's license and my license. And uh, they took him, one of, one of the guards took him into the uh, guard shack. And uh, uh, the other guard took a mirror and was walking around under, uh, with the mirror around the underneath of our truck. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of odd because that doesn't happen. But uh, anyway, uh, the guard that had taken our license walked back out without our license and uh, asked my wife to get out of the truck. And, uh, you know, she says, well, I don't like the way these guards are acting. I don't really want to get out. And I said, you know, just go ahead and get out. You know, we'll deal with it this time. We just won't come back. So she got out under my coercion and... You know, she followed the guard's direction of where she want, where she needed to stand. Well, the uh, the guard that told her to get out uh, asked me to get out and open up the uh, unlock, unlatch the hood on the driver's side, leave my truck uh, driver door open, open up my side box and the trailer doors, and then come up the other side. Well, in the meantime, that all that's happening, uh, that guard says, uh, "Remove your hands from your pockets now," mm-hmm. and it startled me. Which we've discussed all this, but we're going back over it. And he, uh, I, I pulled my hands out of my pocket because it, it was, you know, not, I, I, I just wasn't ready for, you know, something like that. And, uh, we unlocked or opened up the trailer doors, both sides, and then walked up the passenger side. And as we were, uh, coming up to the hood, uh, to unlatch it, you know, he, he points at the latch and says, unlock that latch. Well, of course, if you want the hood open, I have to unlock that latch. But, you know, he wanted to be in control of every step, telling me, uh, basically how to do my job. And uh, I unlatched it, and he pointed to the front of the hood, told me to open the hood, which I don't open the hood from the front. I open it from the side. And that kind of irked him. And as, as I opened it, I you know immediately put my hands back in my pocket. And he basically tells me right there to you know remove my hands from my pockets. I've been asked already. He's not going to ask me again. And I pulled my hands out of my pocket and said, you know, it, it's a comfort issue. He's just going to have to deal with it. And I put my hands back in my pocket and walked over to my wife. And I said something to my wife as I was walking over to her that these guards had control issues. Mm-hmm. And she shook her head, yes. Yeah. Well, the guard heard me say that and started walking over toward me and then went to the guard shack and then came back at me and said, look, it's company policy. You cannot have your hands in your pockets while you're here. You need to remove them or you'll be asked to leave. And I said, well, we'll just leave. And, uh, and that's you when, know, he walked into the guardhouse. Go ahead. And that's when the that's when the tussle started. When when you wanted to uh, when you wanted to leave, and the other guard, as you said, went into the guardhouse, and then um, and then the other guard kind of like push you and that's when y'all got into a tussle and 
as I'm watching the video, yeah. as I'm watching the video, the other two guards is tussling with with your wife. Well, yeah, there, there's a little bit in between there, but yeah, my my wife saw the guard put his hands on me, and she immediately came to my aid, which you know. To this day, I wish she hadn't, but, you know, what woman wouldn't, you know, try to defend their husband if they're being attacked? So I understand where she's coming from and what she did, why she did it. But, you know, I to this day, I really wish she hadn't because she's still suffering from injuries from that. Okay. So with, with that, uh, with, with, with that's going on, what was the... Uh, what was the injuries that was that was suffered between the both of y'all? Um, okay, so I have my wife here beside me, and she's saying that she doesn't want her injuries to be divulged. Okay, but, uh, all right, that's she, no problem. She is seeing she is seeing a neurosurgeon, and uh, she is seeing. Uh, pain management, and uh, she's also got chiropractic and uh, counseling and, uh, you know, some other uh, issues. All right. So, but, uh, you know, go ahead. So throughout this, so throughout this whole, uh, throughout this whole incident, uh, you guys, um, you guys went to, you know, you guys went to court. Um, yeah. you, you, you guys went to court, uh, it was a controversial verdict during the court process. What was, yeah. what was your experience? Um, what was your experience on the first round of going to court? So on the first round, uh, I released the, the video in December of 2018, uh, the day before or two days before I was to go to my first appearance and the attorney that I had at that time uh, excused himself as my attorney because uh, he didn't like it that I released the video even though the video actually helped me be found not yeah. guilty yeah exactly. yeah but uh, I why, had to postpone the court date why, why he didn't another why, why he didn't want to release the video the video shows that you was assaulted. I mean, let's be real with it. I mean, it shows that you was assaulted. You 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 got beaten up by four five four five dudes, man. And that wasn't even necessary. I thought yeah. when I talked to you the first time, I thought you was leaving. But this is when you was coming in. So yeah, we, we hadn't even been there five minutes. Right. Time. So I'm thinking, like, what the hell, man? Like, okay, if there was any discrepancies and stuff like that, yo, let me shut my let me shut my hood. Give me my license back. I'll back out. I'll call up the I'll, I'll call up my dispatcher. Let them know that you know we we didn't get the we didn't get the product for whatever reason. And that's it. But no, these right. guys right that's here wanted to play Rambo and exactly. you know and, and roughed up you and your wife for just to just the sake of showing that they can. Yeah. 
So basically, they wanted to prove that they were in control of the situation, and that uh, you know they they were their own authority. Essentially, you know that there there's the information that we found out in August, and we will get into a little bit of that that I can tell you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, they uh, they they beat us up. You know, they, they filed charges against me for assault and disorderly conduct. Right. Uh, information uh, that we picked up in August, uh, they had intentions of filing charges against my wife also for assault, but they never filed them. Mm-hmm. I've got the, I've got the uh, letter uh, on my phone. Uh, what? Oh, and the uh, it's federally protected property that we were on. Okay. But not it's not marked. Okay, so so the so the charges was disorderly conduct, disorderly conduct and assault and assault. So you got cleared of disorderly conduct. The, but no, 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 no. You found you no. You was found guilty of disorderly conduct, but you was cleared of the assault. That is correct. So you still, you still wanted to, you still wanted to clear your name of the disorderly conduct, right? Exactly. So is that where we at? Is that, is that where we at now? You know, because you, you, you're appealing the disorderly conduct. Uh, did you? I did appeal it. Oh, okay. You you had the case early last year. Uh, but and it took an, it took another eleven months for the appeal to go through. And when we went in in January of this year, which I talked to you shortly after the verdict, the prosecutor no longer wanted to uh, pursue charges against me. Okay. So he dropped the charges. Okay, so your so your name is cleared all 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 across the board. Yes. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, a long time coming, you know, over over some bullshit. Congratulations on uh, on winning Thank your you. case, but unfortunately, you're still you're you're still suffering uh you still you and your wife is still suffering the after effects now that you got your name cleared what is your next step well let me let me let me ask you this let me ask you this before you say anything is is it okay to conversate about the next step i I can conversate a little bit. I, I don't want to uh, divulge a whole lot. I don't want to divulge okay. the uh, actual good. financials of the lawsuit. Good, good, you know? good. Um, but uh, we had depositions in August. Okay. And, of course, depositions is when the other attorney gets to ask you questions, and they basically can ask you anything uh the only thing that, that my attorney can do is object to the form of the questioning. He cannot, even if he objects to the form of the questioning, I still have to answer the question. And then if, if, it, if this does go to trial, then uh, 
you know, my attorney can object and then it can be removed from record or whatever if, you know, I don't choose to answer the question. Um, but uh, the, the information that was given to us in August uh, was on a U.S. federal marshal's report. And uh, the, the, it, we found out that the guards are actually under the uh, direction of the federal marshals. Mm. And evidently there were federal marshals on the property the day this happened because of it being September 11th. They do uh, special uh, biannual training on, on September 11th to okay. com- commemorate you know, you know, the actions of what happened in 2001. And uh, we also found out, as I stated a little bit ago, that uh, they had intentions of filing charges against my wife also for either assault or disorderly conduct. I'm not sure which assault. And, uh, you know, when I, when I found that out, I talked to my attorney and he says, well, they didn't file them and it's probably a good thing they didn't because it would be worse for them than it currently is. Exactly. Because your, your wife, I mean, in the video, I mean, they, they, I'm, I'm sorry to say, bro, in, in the video, man, they, they manhandled your wife something, some, something fierce. Bro. They did. I oh, mean, and they, it they wasn't pharmaceuticals we were there fierce. to pick up. You know, so let her know, you know, but tell her I am definitely sorry for, for seeing that, man, because you got, you, you got two, like, like two, 200 pound plus dudes on this fragile woman. You know what I'm saying, uh-huh. and and you got an extra you you got an extra five people over there, so you got about what two four six eight, you got about a thousand pounds over there roughing you up. You know what I'm saying, and this it's <laughs> watching the video, you know, kind of kind of pissed me off, man, because you know I I didn't I I, I didn't like that at all. They they should have just gave you your license back. Like I said before, they should have should have gave you your license back and just gave you, you know, and just, you know, just leave the property. And and that and that would have been all she wrote right there. All right. So are you so your 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 lawsuit uh, is focusing on uh, the the, I mean, the, the place you went to as well as the guards themselves the individual guards themselves how how is the lawsuit broke down as far as uh you're you're going for damages or or stuff okay so initially uh we filed the lawsuit against the business owner the property owner Mm -hmm. the security agency and the individual guards that we had named um after discussing it with my attorney and due to the laws uh, in Mississippi, we have dropped the uh, case against the property owner because uh, from from it being a federally protected area, the property owner has no say in how the guards uh, act mm-hmm. while on their property. Mm-hmm. So this has turned into a... Uh, 1983 deprivation of rights act okay and uh yeah so because they were acting as police when they didn't have the authority to be police 
Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, it turns out that what you know, we we initially didn't know what it was, what we were picking up. We just thought it was general merchandise, uh, food packaging products, whatever. And we later found out through my company that it was pharmaceuticals. Well, it turns out that it wasn't pharmaceuticals. According to the U.S. Federal Marshal's report, it was dirty ventilators going back to the manufacturer to be cleaned. Mind you, this was in 18. Okay. Okay. Man. Mm. So as of right now, you're, 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 you're still, uh, you're still in it. You, you know, your lawyer, you know, your lawyer is still fighting for you. You guys have any idea, um, you guys have any idea when, um, when it will all be settled? When we get a determination of the prognosis of my wife from the neurosurgeon and the, uh, the pain management clinic, we, uh, will be able to come up with a final settlement figure. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. If it's determined that she needs surgery, of course, that'll increase the amount that she's going to get substantially. But we don't want her to have surgery because she the risks involved. And if she has the surgery on her back, then uh, there's a good chance she won't ever be able to drive truck again. Fuck. So what is what's your what's your truck driving status right now? Same company I was with when I talked to you back in January. Okay, okay. Um, uh, we had a little bit of problem, you know, when Corona hit us in March. We ended up taking off three and a half weeks. Uh, and that hurt our finances, and it got us even further behind. But uh, the rate tank, uh, most of the loads that they were offering us were under a dollar a mile. And the... It just wasn't worth it. We would have been working for free just to pay the truck payment. So we, we came we came home. And things have actually started to pick up in the last couple of months for us. You know, we're clearing four to $5,000 a week after expenses before the truck payment. And we're starting to get things caught up, but it's slow. Yes. You know, uh, being a, now you, you're a, now you're an owner-op or a lease uh, driver. Owner op. All right. So you own so you own the truck that you had. You had a you had an incident uh prior to the uh the assault, and that's what I'm gonna call it. Uh prior to the assault, uh what was that? Maybe about a year uh prior you was in the bad wreck? Actually it was uh, after the assault. Oh, it, it was, was after uh, this, yeah, that February twentieth of twenty nineteen. Oh my god when the accident happened. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. So it compounded my wife's injury because oh, she hadn't fuck. actually gotten better from the assault. And then the accident, you know, basically destroyed her back. Damn it. All right. So take us so now, take take us back. We have that as well. Our lawsuit also. <laughs> take us take us back to the uh take us back to the accident. Um February 20th, 2019, we were on our way back from uh, 
Denver, Colorado, going down to uh, the Orlando, Florida area. Mm-hmm. And a guy, this was probably 7, 7.30 in the morning, and my wife was driving. I had just got up, and this uh, straight truck uh, lost control in the westbound lane, came across the median, and came uh, across our lane of travel as my wife was trying to back down and brake. Um, he uh, was rolling and then all of a sudden stopped right in our lane, and uh, you know we crashed into him, destroying our truck. All right, so let me get this straight. The box truck came onto the highway and, and what, dead stopped in front of you guys? Well, he was heading west. We were heading east. He hit a patch of ice, causing him to spin out okay. and going across the medium and into our lane of travel. And you, you can tell he hit the brake and came to a dead stop right into our lane. If he would have continued to roll, we would have never hit him. But, of course, you know, you're not thinking after you've just been in an accident. Right. He just immediately thought to hit the brake, which caused him to come to a dead stop in our lane. And she's backing it down, trying to break. And, of course, we're watching for ice, too. And, uh, you know, if we would have locked up the break, then we would have lost control. So we're trying to back down, you know, controlled, and we weren't able to stop in time. All right. So with uh, with that accident right there, I'm glad that you able that you guys able to come out. Um, I've seen the photos. I think you sent it to me, if I'm not mistaken. If not, make sure you send them. I back. did. Yeah, may, if not, make sure you send them back to me, uh, so I can add it in when I do the edit on this podcast. But um, but yeah, that was that that was that was messed up too. But you guys. That, that Jesus took the wheel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are able to uh, walk away. But unfortunately for your wife, that re-aggravated her, her previous injury. Original injury. Yes. So. Exactly. So. And the attorney didn't understand that. <laughs> so, so the insurance is taking care of that particular accident or you had to you had to forward that accident to a to a lawyer as well we've had to get another attorney out of uh kansas because they're uh bullying us they they sent us an offer uh right before our first uh video and uh they they, they wanted to give me eleven thousand dollars and they wanted to give my wife fifteen thousand dollars and that's you know that's twenty five thousand dollars combined. Well, we were off for almost four months. We have losses of approximately eighty to a hundred thousand dollars, right? Because of that, and right. they're trying and to get away with a quarter of what we've lost. Yeah, you lost the you you totaled the truck. You know, you had to end up getting a you had to end up getting another truck. Uh, yeah, you know, lost wages, lost uh, lost time. You know what I'm saying, and not to mention the the uh, the freight claim. You know what I'm saying. You know that you're. You know Believe that you're. Believe it or not, the freight I had it secured to the uh, trailer like you should, and the freight was undamaged. Oh, okay, okay. You was okay, lucky. Okay, you was lucky on that one, bro. All right, that was up. Yeah. That was up. All well, right, it's not so much luck. It's, you know. 
I followed DOT law and actually secured the freight to the trailer like I was supposed to. Okay, that's what's up. That is what's up, man. What I am glad. All right, so as of right now, you know, like you said before, Corona season, you know, came into play and pretty much messed us messed us all up. You know what I'm saying? As far as mm-hmm. as far as owner operators go, I think you guys took the took the brunt of it because of uh everything that that slowed down. And being that it slowed down, it mm-hmm. sort of put you in in another financial situation are you are you now able to come up out of that uh that financial burden now or 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 what well when when uh we got the new truck last year we were approximately forty thousand dollars in the negative and as of the end of this month this is september what this is the 29th 30th as of uh a couple of days ago we still owe twenty seven thousand, so we've brought our debt down by thirteen thousand in the last six months. Do, is is the is is the is the what is it? The bank you 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 leasing this through a bank, right? I'm buying it through a bank. Yeah, it is a bank loan. So the bank, you know, with Corona season going on all like that, you know, the bank is giving you some leeway, right? Uh, actually, yes, they. Uh, they gave me an opportunity to take two months where I didn't have to make the truck payment, but I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to take the full two months because basically two months of no payment would have added an extra month to my loan, an extra payment. And I didn't want to do that. So I only took one month and, uh, believe it or not, that one extra month actually helped us. Okay. Okay. All right, so Clinton, man, I'm I'm glad that you uh that you decided to come back on and chop it up with me to uh you know to do a follow up with me, man. I really do appreciate that, you know, and I'm not gonna hold you up too much uh too much of your time because you're a busy man trying to get everything together. Let your wife know that you know my my prayers is still with her. Speaking of your speaking of your wife, um. Is she back on the truck with you as you as as you uh going back to getting everything together or is it or is she at home or is she still at home recuperating? What's her what's her status? She came back on the truck in February, but uh she can't drive more than three hundred miles a day. So we're basically at what you would call a super solo. We we can get it faster there than a solo can, but we can't get it fat as there as fast as a, a team can. So we're we're doing the loads that run uh, what the outlaws used to do, basically seven hundred to nine hundred miles a day, you know, overnight load runs, mm-hmm. and uh, getting it there on time. Okay, that's what's up, man. That is what's up. Thank, like I said again, thank you for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it, Clinton Kirker, everybody. Well, thank you for having me. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for uh, coming on and uh, chopping it up with me, man. I mean, if anything, if definitely, if anything should ever goes on or anything or any changes or like or something like that, and you want to come on and share it with us, man, I I appreciate you considering the Lockout Man podcast to do it, man. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. If there, if there's, uh, you know, hopefully the next time we speak, there'll be something changed for the good. Oh yeah, it should be for the good. So like I said, hopefully uh, you know, like I said, my prayers out to your wife for a speedy recovery. My 
my thoughts and prayers to you and especially for you to, you know, come out on top with this uh, settlement. Hopefully uh, your lawyer is able to get a, get a good settlement from both, uh, from both incidents, you know, the, the assault and the accident. So, you know, hopefully, uh, and hopefully with that, I do, I, I do want to let you know, I don't plan on getting rich on either, but we want what, you know, what our losses are, right. medical expenses and our losses. Oh yeah, right. That's yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, and, and it's not about it's not about getting rich. You just want to. You just want what is right. You know what I'm saying? Cover my medical expenses, cover my losses, and and yeah. and and cover my time. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. you know whatever the amount, whatever the amount that your lawyer could get. You know, hopefully it will be a fair. It will be a fair and good amount. You know what I'm saying? I, not to yeah. say we not, we're not, we're not going to go after, you know, you know, I mean, everything, you, you know, everything is documented. Everything, you know, it's not our fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't my fault that I got beaten up by, by overzealous, overzealous security guards. You know what I'm saying? It's right. not my fault that a box truck lost control of his, his truck came across into my lane and caused us and caused the accident. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing right. So yeah, I I I I I inspect for fair and I mean for fair compensation. You know? Exactly. And that's all we're asking for. Well, and Give that's us, you know what our losses are. Pay us for our medical expenses mm -hmm. and we'll call it quit. And that's what you should and that's what you should get. That's exactly what you should right. get, man. So definitely. All right, Clinton. I'm about to and go ahead. Easy to prove our loss. Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. You got you got video. You got proof. <laughs> and we got finances. You know, I've got my profit and loss. I've got my uh, uh, my my uh, 1099 statements, and I've got my tax statements. You know, I, I I'm, I'm open for it. You know, they they've taken everything I've given them, and you know they. They just, they're in amazement of how much money my little business was actually making. And I think that's why they're huffing about the losses. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you're still with the same company, right? You still, you still leased on with the same company, right? I'm leased on to the same company that I was leased on with this year. Uh, Panther, I have tried to reapply with them and they're giving me the runaround and I'm not sure exactly why. So I, probably will just stick with the company I'm with right now. The company's name is Tri-State Expedited Services out of Toledo, Ohio. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, Clinton, man, you take it easy. Uh, Godspeed to you, very, you know, to you and your wife, man. And uh, again, I appreciate you coming on and chopping it up with me. Okay, I'll send you all the pictures again. That way you don't have to dig them up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I need that. I need that. <laughs> All right. And don't forget to send yep. some uh send some pictures of yourself too so I can uh so I can put it on a thumbnail. Oh, okay. All right, bro. You take it easy. You too. Have a great day. Bye. Clinton Kirker, everybody. Sad, sad, sad situation uh, that happened to him. 
you know, he went uh, went to this uh, shipper, and uh, and yeah, you know, he got hemmed up by some by some overzealous security guards, and uh, and you know, one thing led to another. You know, bit a bit scuffle, uh, a bit scuffle uh, went on. Uh, the guys uh, jumped on his wife, you know, um, he was, uh, you know, he was, you know, he was asked a few things and, you know, he turned around and, and, um, you know, he was like, well, instead of, uh, you know, and instead of going through all this bullshit, well, I'll just leave, <laughs> you know, I'll just go, you know, ain't, ain't no thing, you know, I'll just go, you know, and here he is, you know, talking to, uh, you know, talking to the overzealous security guard and, uh, you know, he's steady walking, the security guard gets in his face, you know, he pushed back and then there it is. You know, there it is. All you know, and then uh, then his wife jumps in and she gets manhandled. You know, she gets manhandled and um, and yeah, it it just just got out of control from there, man. So you know, definitely Godspeed to uh to him. You know, Godspeed to his wife. And you know, like he said, you know, he's not looking to get rich out of the, you know out of the settlement. But shit, I hope he do. I you know, I hope he, I, I hope he do. I, I hope he gets, I, I hope he gets in the millions. You know what I'm saying? Because that that wasn't even right. You a security guard? You you don't have no right to put your hands on me. You know what I'm saying? Or you give me my license back and I'll go. That's all that that's all that is. I'll go. Here. Follow me to turn around and I'll leave. You don't have to put you you don't have to put your hand. There's no reason, none at all, for any security guard to either accost you or physically touch you. There's no reason. You know? A guard is is a guard is what it is. Check us in. Let them know that we're here to drop off or pick up. Give us our paperwork, and that's it. That that's all you do. But you know there are some overzealous security guards out there. You know, just like my man. Let me go back. Uh, let me go back. I I seen I seen the text. Uh I know it's still here, right? Hold on. I know it's still here. Safe travels. Uh D nitty. Huh. I can't find shit. I can't find it, but it's in here somewhere. It's it's in here somewhere. Uh I want to send a shout out to KB. KB Smooth, the trucker, what's going on? D Nitty, what's going on? Christopher Robbins Trucking says that was crazy. I just got, you know, I just got the, I just got back end of the story. Love that, 
love that podcast. Why I got to start from the beginning. Great story, Lockout Man. That's what's up, man. I'll leave it like I always do. You know, I'll leave it up for about 24 hours and uh, then I'll take it back down and then, you know, I'll put it, you know, I'll put it out as a regular podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this particular story, this follow up is going to probably be post sometime next week. But I give you guys a chance to, you know, come and, you know, for you guys that missed it or came in late, I give you guys a chance to go back so you can uh, rewatch it. Um F the trucker. Yeah, there it is. There it is. F the trucker. Some people can't handle authority positions. And yeah, you're right. You know, some people can't, you know. And like I said, I I hope he does he I, I hope he does get uh get paid from that. You know what I'm saying? You know, give him give him what you guys did to him. Give him what he paid for the for the uh hospital, all that other stuff. All of that. Give me all of that. So that's what's up. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode of Lockout Men Podcast. Uh, I actually started this pod. You know, I wanted to start this podcast was was something else in mind. But Clinton, you know, called me up and uh, and we got into it and all like that. And as always, uh, I probably, you know, probably do something else. But unfortunately, I got to get up and go. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like to do all these interviews in the morning. Uh, because at night, I mean, like, literally, I, I got to go and pick up this load at 2 o'clock. I got to take it up to Wisconsin. That's going to be about six to seven hours to drive. Um, you're going through Indiana. Illinois and then up to Wisconsin. I know when I get to, uh, it's about five hours to Illinois and then maybe about another two hours to Wisconsin. So there it is, seven hours. So this is going to be another, you know, another late night drive. I ain't going to say night drive, but another late night drive, probably get there about 10 uh, about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock or something like that. And then, you know, I'll be too tired, you know, to try to get it in. But I, I'll try, you know, I'll try. But like I said, you know, Clinton came in and uh, we got it going on. So if you like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, and hit that bell and that all button. Make sure you hit that all button so when I drop videos, you'll know. And when I go live, you'll know. You know what I'm saying? You know, YouTube algorithm. Yeah, that part right there. Uh, if you want to if you want to take care of me, you know, help me out, you know, support the channel, do so by hitting me up with the Cash App or the Coffee App. You know, y'all can get me some coffee or something like that. There's a down here at the Hollywood Casino in Columbus, so I'm definitely not going to go in there, man. They, like I said before, you know, Ain't nothing going on in it. Ain't nothing that's worth me going in there to do. Let's put it like that. But when I get up to Wisconsin, the drop is in Milwaukee. There is a uh, Potawatomi. Maybe I'll find out. I'll find out when I get up there. But I don't know. I'm I'm just saving up my little money, my little uh, my little trucking money. 
to go, well, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm going to use the YouTube money when I when I get paid from YouTube. But then I'm going to go ahead and head down to uh, Oklahoma and play at Windstar. So that's what I'm going to do. That's the plan. That is the plan. Again, thank you everybody for being here. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody in the LOM community for being here. And on that note, you guys take it easy. Have a blessed day. And as Trucker Jim would say, keep on trucking. Searching, searching, searching.